Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy, joining us for the next hour to tell us everything he got for Christmas, our single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? I got a lot of bang for Christmas. Already with the bang. But listen, it's Wednesday. We haven't been here in almost two weeks. Gotta bring some bang. It's delicious. Keeps you energized for this lovely hockey slate. Yeah. And, you know, it's just after Christmas. It's kind of that lull where, you know, people don't really want to work, but you have to work. And, you know, maybe you have some late nights. You got to struggle through it. What better than a delicious bang energy drink to help you get through the day? My insides are thanking me right now. (laughs) Exactly. They are. Your insides and your brain. It's just, (laughs) it's just such. A wonderful product. We love Bang Energy here at Osmo. What uh, what else do we love here at Osmo? We love the NHL, and we're back. It has been, I think, 12 days since our last show. It was the Saturday before Christmas, like the 18th or something like that. Um, remember, we usually don't do shows on Sundays, and then there's a bunch of cancellations, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, so we didn't have shows then. It's been 12 days. I should just remind everybody that – there are some new rules in the NHL and we should just kind of talk about those briefly. They went back to the rules that they had in the 2021, you know, bubble season where there's a taxi squad with each team and each team. What that means is that each team can essentially carry three or four minor leaguers on their roster to no penalty to the salary cap. And they can use those players basically in any game that they want. Now, last year, I thought teams used that a lot to get prospects into the lineup. And I think we're seeing that tonight with at least one team in the Buffalo Sabres. But that's one change that with the new COVID rules uh, for the NHL is that it's not going to be often you're going to have the same lineup two nights in a row from a team. Um, you're going to see a lot of movement. Play, you know, pe- teams are going to want to rest players and stuff like that. So. Um, just be sure to keep an eye on, on the news As, aside from, you know, postponements, cancellations, or, or guys hitting the protocols. Um, we're going to be seeing a lot of new players, um, over, you know, this goes, I think until February, we're going to be seeing a lot of players over the next six weeks or so, um, jump into the NHL. So just be keep, you know, just keep, uh, keep your mind on that, that, you know, we're going to see, uh, some new players, some unfamiliar faces and that you're going to have to take some risks. Uh, with some of your line stacking on players that you really don't know a lot about or some AHLers or something like that. It's just a fact of life that we're going to be dealing with, you know, until they get rid of the taxi squad, we're effectively dealing with the bubble season all over again. At least we don't get the same matchups over and over. So so that's a little bit of a delight. Before we get too much further, I see about 50 people in chat. Thank you guys for showing up. 
Um, if you guys could throw us a thumbs up, makes us look good for our bosses and click that subscribe button. Help us grow this channel. Uh, in our 12 day absence, Josh, uh, they got over the 69,000 subscriber mark, which means the only other goal that's worth reaching is 420,000 subscribers. So uh, we reached our first mark, uh, our second one well underway. Please click yes. that subscribe button. Jake, Jake messaged me yesterday or the other day. He's like, you know who the 69,420 subscriber was? He's like, it was your wife's boyfriend. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so look at that. And Tyler Zander, our producer, uh, gave him the, the, the rim shot drums in the background. That, <laughs> boy, Josh. Um, would also want to thank Yahoo Sports. They have been um, our sponsor the entire season. They've been very good to us. And we have a little giveaway uh, through Yahoo Sports that we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. But we did have a slate last night. We would have had a show except one of the games was canceled. Uh, so it was only three games. It was a wild, wild slate. Um, if I'm not mistaken, there was like 33 or 32 goals scored across three games. Like that's over 10 goals a game, which is over double uh, the league average per game so far this season. Um, I didn't do well. Uh, Kel Surprise, um, that's what happens when you stack the Arizona Coyotes line that you knew was going to be a line all day long. And it, out of seven goals, they combined for one point. Um, I was, I woke up extremely frustrated by stacking the Arizona Coyotes and just seeing bagels all across the board. So not a good, it's just one of those things. I, I, I think this is like my eighth year of DFS. I still get frustrated by that when you're on a team, when you're on the right team, that's not super high owned, but you still get the wrong players. That's something that still frustrates me. Um, I'm, I haven't reached a level of Zen yet where I can put that behind me as soon as I wake up in the morning. So it uh, wasn't a great night for me. I did see a uh, subscriber. Henry uh, took down the early quarter arcade or the full slate quarter arcade and the late slate quarter arcade over on DraftKings. And then he, he said he had three top five finishes in the dime time as well. So Henry, Congrats to you on a very good night. Um, he got to Lawson Krause. We did not. Uh, so good for you on getting to Lawson Krause. He put up a 40-burger last night. It was quite, quite the night in the NHL. Yeah. So there's only two scenarios that can happen when Lawson Krause is the leading scorer in a DFS slate. Either Testosterone's winning all the money or Jake is winning all the money. And by Jake, I mean he'll sprinkle that down to our subscribers because – it was actually an Arizona three night. Look at that. Imagine that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have Lawson Krause. I Josh stacked the Sharks. They scored eight goals. I was about 326 points away from in cashing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I noticed the Sharks uh, lineup was a little weird too. Like nobody, they scored seven goals. Nobody had three points and only three players didn't have a point. I think it was like, uh, Middleton and Ferraro, maybe another defenseman. Burns didn't. Yeah, Burns. Yeah, Burns and Ferraro uh, didn't have a point uh, last night. So just one of those really weird slates um, where there was a lot of goals, but it was a lot of, you know, broken goals. You didn't have a lot of perfectly correlated goals and things like that. So congrats to Henry. Congrats to anybody else that won last night. Let's hope we can get some more winners in the chat here tonight. Uh, before we get too much further, uh, just make sure uh, that you did click the thumb and click the subscribe to keep up with all our 
off DFS offers, all our giveaways, uh, and a whole lot more. Click that bell so you get alerts when we go live. And we have free tools and data up on the site, free premium tools and data up on the site, as we normally do every day, today being no exception. Uh, today, we have NBA player projections and our NHL player rankings both live up on the site. So check them out if you're playing NBA or NHL tonight. I'm assuming you're playing NHL if you're watching this show. Uh, we also have an odd shopper giveaway for a chance to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Five winners will be awarded that free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Just check the link pin in the YouTube live chat to enter. All right. We do have six games uh, here tonight. It was supposed to be 11. Five have been canceled. Of course, that's the caveat we have to apply um, to every you know to every show is that things change basically on an hourly basis. The lineups that we have now might not necessarily be the lineups we have in four hours. Uh, the number of games we have right now might not be the number of games um, that we have in four hours. So just be aware uh, that things can change constantly. Um, I, I feel like we shouldn't have to say that at this point, given it's our third NHL season having to deal with this. But I also listened to a podcast that discusses um, – TV shows after they happen and they have to give a spoiler warning on that because people get mad that they listen to a podcast about a TV show that was just on TV that they haven't watched yet. So I guess we have to keep saying it. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because when NHL has been off for a week, so, you know, I'm in all, you know, we work for Osmo. So we're all, we're in all the discords and I don't have the NBA alerts muted. And holy moly, has news God been busy with the, with the late scratches in NBA? So, woo, if you if you're coming over to play NHL and you've been playing NBA, I think you know what to expect. But we'll still give the warning. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that too because um, you know the two or three alerts I would get a day for most of the season never really bothered me. But like the week leading up to <laughs> to to Christmas, I finally had to mute the channel. I just couldn't deal with it anymore. <laughs> News God, uh, you are the news God. Thank you for doing what you do. Uh, you definitely help a lot of people out. All right. We got to get to these games. So let's get to the first one. We have the New Jersey Devils with a 3.2 implied goal total. They're going into Buffalo. The Buffalo Sabres have a 2.9 implied goal total. Um, the big news here is uh, Buffalo is adding a lot of players to the lineup. Uh, one, Alex Tuck uh, is playing his first game of the season. He was traded in the Jack Eichel trade from Vegas uh, to Buffalo. Uh, hasn't played this season. Looks to be playing tonight. DK, uh, the DK injury algorithm uh, caught up to him, and he's priced at 2500 on the top line. Now, I'll talk about Alex Tuck a little bit, but I'm pretty sure uh, a little bit later, but I'm pretty sure you're going to talk about him as well. Uh, JJ Paterka, also 2500 also called up, also on the top line for Buffalo. So Buffalo's top line has two $2,500 wingers on it. Uh, I'll talk about J.J. Paterka as well. And Peyton Krebs um, as well. Uh, he was traded. He was also part of the Jack Eichel trade going to Buffalo, uh, a young prospect. He's going to be the third line center with Kyle Ocposo and Brett Murray. So a lot of changes in the lineup for Buffalo. I think those are positive additions. Um, but New Jersey carrying a pretty heavy implied goal total on the road, the highest road total on the slate in fact so what do you got here josh yeah, this is not my favorite game but i feel like it's a very important one for this slate yeah. 
Um, and we were talking before the show how we thought Buffalo was going to match up with Dylan Cousins out. And I think we came to the conclusion that we don't know. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we're assuming that Peyton Krebs may be the shutdown center. Yeah. But that's just an assumption. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll just say the assumption is based on Murray and Oposo when Dylan Cousins was healthy. That was the shutdown line. And Peyton Krebs is supposed to be like a two-way future center. So it makes sense to me that they're going to use Krebs in the Cousins role with the same wingers that Cousins had. That's that's the thought process behind it. Yeah, Yeah. so anyway, like, so if that's the case, they're probably going to get a Heischer, Rat, Zaka, and like, you see almost 15% ownership there. I'm like, I know the devils have a high total, but since, since uh, Hughes came back, like they've just been bad. Like the whole team has been bad. And I just, I don't know if I'm going to be getting too much devils tonight. It's just, I understand if you want to play them like Keisha, Brad, Zaka, they're fairly cheap. Uh, they project pretty well. They got two guys on power play one. So if you want to play them, I think that's fine, especially if they get the Krebs matchup. Like, I think this is Peyton Krebs' first game in the NHL this season as well. So, like, so. like, he's supposed to be a pretty decent two-way center, but, like, we just don't know. Like, there's still unknowns on him. Sorry, so he, like, did have, he did have nine games before he got hurt, so. For Vegas or for Buffalo? Yeah, for Vegas. For Vegas? I don't remember that. That must have been, like, eight years ago. Well, it was because, yeah. you know, they had so many injuries, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. It probably was in October or November, which yeah. feels like three years ago. So, well, he has, yeah, his last, his last game was November 2nd. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> on Instacart, I can shop a huge selection of pet supplies from that one brush that scratches him just right to that extra comfy bed he can't wait to flop down in. And I get everything delivered right to my door in as fast as one hour. Okay, 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 settle down. I know it's here. Yeah, it's very exciting. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get a free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Seeing is believing. And you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. It's a decent matchup. I, I, I just think there's other spots that I want to play more. I just think like Buffalo 1 is more appealing to me just because they're fully correlated. They're getting less ownership. They're way cheaper. Like Alex Tuck shouldn't be min-priced, but he is. Like he's a legitimately good right winger, like it's the DK injury algorithm getting him. So like Tage Thompson, 5,300 is their best center. Obviously JJ Paterka, like, yeah, he's a rookie, but like, I think he's like what the best German prospect since Leon Dreisaitl. Pretty much. Not that, not that like Germany's pumping out NHL well, prospects, I mean, but yeah, well there's him and there's Tim Stutzla and all that, yeah. like him and Stutzla, I'll talk about it, but there's, they're supposed to be fairly similar. Yeah. So, I mean like 10, three for a fully correlated line, getting a they're probably like i, I don't want to say they're for sure going to get them but i would imagine they see a fair bit of that huge sharon govich line and that huge sharon govich line has not been good since Hughes got back maybe this break like a light bulb went on in, in hughes's head but like again like 
we're, we're going to be breaking down these games, but most of these teams haven't played in over a week. So we saw it yesterday. Like, it's just going to be a lot of sloppy hockey. But, you know, we can give you the best analysis that we can. And, like, at 10,300 10, fully correlated, 2.9 total at home ownership, fairly in check. I, I kind of like, you know, Buffalo one tonight. Um, you know, if you want to play Devils one, I think that's fine. But really, like, in MME, I think there's a handful of lines you can play. But getting down to one to three, I think I would narrow it down to Buffalo one and then, you know, maybe the Mercer, uh, the Mercer Janssen two-man or NJ one. But, you know, for me in one to three, I think my target would be Buffalo one. I haven't built yet. I don't know if they'll make the cut. But in MME, I think there's a lot on both sides. Yeah, there is a lot on both sides. Um and I'm glad I'm glad you did go into the deeper Buffalo lines because I think there's more to talk about there than just the top line. But I do want to talk about that Buffalo top line because I think talking about JJ Paterka is fairly important to the slate. Sometimes players are called up. Actually, I'll get just a brief overview of Paterka. He was a German-born player, uh, drafted early in the second round, like 32nd or 33rd overall or something like that. He played in the World Junior Championships on a line with Lucas Reichel and Tim Stutzler. Now, all three of those guys were drafted in, I think, Stutzler fifth overall, Lucas Reichel in the middle of the first round, Paterka early in the second round. Now, it's hard to decipher when prospects are that young, who's good on that line and, you know, who's doing all the work and all that. And I think back to the Finland's top line, like, six years ago or something like that. The top line was Aho, Line 8, and Puglia Yarvi. And out of those three players, Patrick Laine was drafted higher than the other two. Now, five years later, who would you rather have out of Aho, Laine, Pugliarvi, right? So that's why it's like, yeah, Jason JJ Paterka was drafted later than his line mates in Reichel and Stutzla. But that's not to say that JJ Paterka is bad or worse than either of them or all of them. So I think... I think Jay, I, like his skill set was supposed to be as like a dual threat player, but it seems like he's translated his playmaking better to the NHL or to the AHL level. He has like 20 points in 23 games as a 19 year old in the AHL. Like he's just tearing it apart. And I think those playmaking skills would mesh well um, with someone like Alex Tuck, who's a kind of like a grinder, dig the puck out type uh, and Tage Thompson, who's another playmaker. Um, like Paterka, you know, just like a foot taller. I think that could be a really good Buffalo top line, and they're not going to see the Hishier line at all here tonight uh, for New Jersey. And those New Jersey second and third lines since the Hughes line, since Hughes came back just haven't been good, or at the very least nearly as good as they have been. So I do like the Buffalo top line here. Um, it's just, you know, I think a fair number of people are going to like them uh, here tonight. Uh, we have them you know, four and a half percent over leverage. So they're probably going to be a popular filler. But I think, you know, if you're going to go, if you're going to use this team and go into your Washingtons and going into your Edmontons, it's probably some sort of power play stack. So you don't really have to worry about duplications, I don't think. So I do like the Buffalo top line uh, most in this game. I think um, the Buffalo third line of Krebs, Murray, and Oposo is fine as well if you want to get really, really different, but I'm not going to dip down that far. I don't really see a need um, when, the, when the lines are the same price and the top line still only coming in at like 6% or whatever it is anyway. So uh, Buffalo one for me. On the New Jersey side, I would go to the top line, Brad, Hishier, Zaka. 
I don't think Krebs is as good as Dylan Cousins right now. So I think that could be a weak matchup for Buffalo. So I think that could be good for the New Jersey top line. So Brat, Hishir, Zaka for New Jersey, Thompson, Tuck, Paterka for me from the Sabres. On the blue line, I know our projections have Dougie Hamilton very high, and my own personal projections have Dougie Hamilton for number one on this slate as well. But we were talking a little bit before the show, like New Jersey just hasn't looked good over the last month, and Hamilton's numbers have suffered for it. I don't know if I want to pay 78 or 7900 or whatever it is for him here tonight. Uh, I don't know who my favorite defenseman is out of this game. Who's yours? Uh, much to the chagrin of the crap I'm going to get for saying this, I think Rasmus Dahlin at 4,400 yep. draws my attention. Uh, I'm sure Seth, you know, is getting the vigil vigil ready for me. But, like, I, I like him at 4,400. It's um, really about it. Like, Graves at 3,800 if he, you know, is interesting one-off if you're in no man's land and you need a guy there. But, you know, honestly, like, there is not much outside of correlating that I want to play from this game on the blue line. Yeah. I, I don't mind Ryan Graves's price at 3,800, but now that New Jersey's entire blue line is healthy, it's one of those things. Like I think he's priced fine at like 3,800 yeah. to 4,000, right? It's like, he's fine. I wouldn't run out to play him. All right, let's move it along. New York Rangers, 2.7 implied goal total. They're going into Florida. Florida Panthers have a 3.4 implied goal total. Uh, big news on both sides. Alexander Barkov is back for Florida. He's on the top line with Carter Verhage and Anthony Duclair. Jonathan Huberto is also back for Florida. He's sliding on the second line with Sam Bennett uh, and Sam Reinhart. Uh, and it's not confirmed, but it looks like Igor Shesterkin will be back for the New York Rangers tonight. He's been out, I want to say, about three weeks with an injury. Uh, Igor, uh, Igor Georgiev. Alexander Georgiev uh, is on the COVID protocols. So if it's not, it's Shesterkin. They're going to Adam Husker or something like that. You know what I mean? Keith, so, Keith Kincaid is the guy. Yeah, okay, Keith part. Kincaid. Yeah. So I think that's that's what's kind of killing me about this game. Is like I would really, really want to play either of the top Florida lines if it was any goalie but Shesterkin. But as I wrote about in my Power Plays article this morning for, for Osimo. I, I think Shesterkin is the best goalie in hockey, and he has the best high-danger save percentage in, in the NHL over the last three years to prove it. So it's a big deal uh, whether or not Shesterkin starts tonight, and we just don't know for sure. I'm assuming he is. We just will find out in three hours, four hours. Yeah, and Gallant, you know, he'll hint at it, but he won't confirm anybody because he's, you know... <laughs> We'll just, you know, but like the thing is, like he's been out with a groin injury or a hip injury, yeah. something that, you know, affected it was, it his lap. Yeah, it was a groin injury. And then he did an interview saying he's going to try to stretch more, which I was like, yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> so, like, someone who's been out that long, team who hasn't played that long, like injuries to goalie, like, listen, I can't conjecture how he's feeling. Obviously, he feels fine if he's going to come back, but like, it does worry me when goalies have injuries that affect their lateral movement. Now, Again, neither of these teams have played in a while because Florida had a bunch of games canceled because they had COVID. Rangers didn't really have COVID issues, but they played a lot of teams that did, so they, they haven't played in a while. So, like, you saw yesterday, like, the goalies just – it was just a it was just a mess yesterday. But the X factor is Igor is, you know, better than any of the goalies who played yesterday. That being said, like, 
you look at the ownership on Florida, and that's what's drawing me there. Like, listen, it is Igor, but like the Rangers are so bad five on five. The Panthers are so good five on five. So like really conflicted on what to do. Like, even if Igor is confirmed, I still think Florida top six would be in play for me in one to three, just because they generate so many shots. The Rangers aren't great five on five. They're not great defensively. Like, yeah, Igor has the highest high danger save percentage in the league, but if Florida is going to pop like 19, 20 high danger chances tonight, like he might let in three and the save percentage goes up. You know what I mean? Like, It's true. So, like, I, I honestly think that, you know, I'm going to heavily consider both of Florida top lines here. And I think I like um, – if you're doing it for the power play correlation, I think Florida 2 makes more sense. They are lower owned than Florida 1. But, like, from a five-on-five five standpoint, uh, I guess both are really good. So, like, it, it's really just, like, pick what you want here. Um, you know, the Bennett line is going to get Strom, Panera, and Dryden Hunt, which – you know, has been pretty good defensively since Hunt has been moved up there. Barkov, Duclair, Verhage going to get Sabanjan, Kreider, Kako. And, like, Capo Kako has solidified that line defensively. Like, they've been pretty good. But at the same time, they've been bad, you know, five-on-five five generating. And what did the Florida Panthers do? Just generate at a high rate. So, I, I think, despite Igor, I'm going to heavily consider the Florida top six here. And then on the Rangers side, like, Again, like there's low ownership on the Rangers too. Like, if I was a betting man, which I am, here I am, we're talking about it. Like, I I would bet the over in this game, especially the Florida Panthers team total. But like, if Igor is out, like this game's going over six for sure. Uh, Bobrovsky doesn't worry me. You know what? Wor- what worries me more stacking Rangers is how bad they are five on five. So I think like for the Rangers side, I would maybe consider doing like a mini power play stack doing like Kreider, you know, it was a bad Jan Panarin or strong Panarin Kreider or something like that. But like, I don't think I'd full stack anything on the Rangers side, but on the Panthers side, I'm, I'm definitely considering uh, the Panthers top six, despite Igor. And if for some reason it is Kincaid, like I'm full sending the Panthers. Yeah. That, that I'll, I'll add that exact same caveat that, I'm interested in the Panthers, regardless of who starts. But if, you know, if they do a coach's availability uh, an hour and a half before the, the slate locks and we find out that it is Keith Kincaid, yeah, I'm going to be pretty, uh, very interested uh, in the Florida Panthers. I think one thing about the Rangers that really bugs me is that they slow down the game to a crawl, right? Like, it's so bad. It's, it can make it really tough to watch sometimes. And, that's what worries me uh, about the Florida Panthers is that they're, like you said, they're a very high paced team. I'm pretty sure they're leading the league in shot rate this year. Um, if a team drags them down, you know, to 28, 29 shots and they're facing Igor beyond that, like that feels like uh, a way that New York can, you know, skate out of here with a four, one win or something like that. So that's what concerns me about Florida is that they, they kind of get dragged down into the mud and, Sam Bennett at 7,800 or 7,900 or whatever it is. It's crazy. Like, price. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm pretty sure I'm the biggest Sam Bennett fan on the entire planet. I've been pumping this guy's tires for a year now, nearly a year. And um, 
he's $900 more than Alexander Barakov, despite having, he has five assists. He has five assists this year. There's sometimes players get that in a game. He has five assists in 30 games. He's going Cy Young season. Exactly. And it's not like he's on pace for 47 goals. He's on pace for like 32, which is a good total, but it's not worth $8,000 on DraftKings. So like, it's just really, really hard for me to pay up for Sam Bennett. So then I find myself with some sort of, you know, Barkov, Reinhardt, Eckblatter, Barkov, Huberto, Reinhardt stack. And then I'm going into broken power play stacks. And it's just like, what am I doing to myself here? So that's what's kind of driving me away from Florida is that the Rangers drag down the pace and with Shesterkin in net, I just don't like it. Um, No problem with playing Florida too. I do like that line here. I think that's a counter argument too, because he's so expensive. He's going to be lower owned. So maybe you want to target them, but like you're, you make good concerns. So like it's, it's a double-edged sword here. So. Yeah. uh, I would definitely say I'm not playing him in cash games. I think we can all agree on that much. Um, So yeah, I do like Florida too. I just would like them a a lot more if we find out that Shesterkin's not playing on the Ranger side. uh, Nothing for me except possibly that third line. Like, they just won't stop generating, man. <laughs> 68 shot attempts per 60 minutes, 4.3 expected goals per 60 minutes, but they're shooting 4%, so they're only scoring, like, 1.4 per 60. Like, as, yeah. if they don't shoot 4%, if they only shoot 8%, which is like league average at 5-on-5, five five, they're scoring three goals per 60 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, Filipino isn't isn't scoring in Spearman Rhino right now, but maybe that will turn around. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So... <laughs> I think Rangers three makes a nice filler if you're using super expensive Washington or Edmonton. But other than that, nothing for me from the Rangers on the blue line. I wrote up Jacob Truba because if this does get to be a high pace game, I think his peripherals play perfectly uh, into a matchup like this. So I do like Truba over on DraftKings 2,500 good ass over on uh, DraftKings as well. Uh, Those are the guys I like. What do you like? Yeah, uh, Gustav Forsling, 3,400 as well, is an interesting punt. Like, Mackenzie Weger still over 6K is kind of iffy to me. I mean, like, if I – I'd probably just find a way to spend up for Ekblad or just go all the way down to Forsling or, or Goodass. Uh, on the Rangers side, I agree on Truba. It's Chevy truck season. And with the Chevy Silverado, there's no such thing as an uphill battle. With the Chevy Silverado, you can take on the mountains or you can move them. Because with impressive towing capability, an available 13.4-inch diagonal touchscreen, and a choice of powerful engines to pick from, whatever your mountain, there's a Silverado with the capability you need. Click to learn more. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100. 
and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It's really about it. On the Rangers side, it's just like the, the cheap punk guys on the Rangers don't really do much in terms of peripherals, and I don't want to pay up for Adam Fox on the slate because he is kind of score sheet dependent. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, all right, let's move this along. Uh, get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our premium Discord, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. If you're a new user of Osmo Plus Platinum, then you can take advantage of the promo code we have for this show, which is NHL Strategy Show. All caps, all one word, NHL strategy show for 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. You can find the link to activate this coupon in the description of the video below. And of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. All right, our next game has Nashville with a 2.7 implied goal total. They're going into Washington. The Caps have a 3.2 implied goal total. Now, I see a game with a six total uh, for, you know, including both teams. And I see Nashville's top six at 5% combined ownership. And I see Washington's top six at 10% combined ownership. It doesn't seem like anybody's playing anybody. Well, I shouldn't say that. Obviously, people are playing out of this game, but. There's not much ownership on either side here. And as I mentioned, this is a game with a six total. It's not some five total nothing game. Um, it seems like we should have a lot of interest in both sides here, Josh. Yeah, this is another game kind of like Devil's Sabres that not my favorite, but it feels important. Um, I guess you can say that about any game. Like, I'm not really breaking any news there. But, like, man, I hate playing the Capitals. Um, but you really have to consider this top line here because what the caps do at home is they send out Lars Eller against top comp, which means Evgeny Kuznetsov, Alex Ovechkin, Tom Wilson, who's now on power play one, they're fully correlated is going to be getting bottom six matchups of the predators who are already missing Roman Yossi. So God knows who their third pair is going to be tonight. Uh, Ben Harper, Matt Benning. Oh yeah. Defensive wizards there. So, like, it just bugs me because, like, like with the Rangers, like, that line is just not good 5 on 5 They're just not. Like, I hate playing expensive lines that just suck. Like, they don't suck, but they're not great 5 on 5. Like, they're, they're fairly power play dependent. And Ovechkin's 9,700, which is, you know, where he's been for the past few weeks. But just, it's just, like, like, you could play – all of Buffalo won for almost the same price of Alex Ovechkin. <laughs> <laughs> like, they might actually have the same projection. I don't know. I didn't check. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, Yakov Trenin, Taylor Janot have like decent defensive numbers together. But like, I, I can't see, you know, if the, the Predators take even like three penalties today them being able to stop them on the power play. Yossi's out. They lost Alice in the offseason, which which can't go on stated how big of a loss that is. Like, who are their penalty-killing defensemen tonight? Like, 
Dante Fabro and Matias Ekholm. Like, I just I see a scenario like I don't see a scenario where if the Predators take a handful of penalties that they can stop the Capitals on the power play tonight. UC Saros is there. Yeah. So like I love UC Saros. I don't know if I put him in the same pantheon as Igor, but like he's a very good goalie. It's just like it's kind of the same conundrum I'm having with the Panthers for different reasons. Like I, I, I just don't want to play them because they're super expensive and they're not great five on five. But like if the Predators take some penalties tonight, like it's just going to be a mess on the power play. Now on the flip side of that, you see the, 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 or the uh, Predators top line coming in at 2% and they're going to get, you know, Lars Ellers, McMichael Hathaway and Eller McMichael has sampled together as pretty high vent. So like, they're giving up a fair bit of chances here. And, you know, Nashville one is fully correlated coming in at one, 2%. So, I mean, like I see Matt Duchesne doesn't have a projection that maybe that's screwing up the ownership, but like, even if yeah. that comes up to like five, 6%, like I'm still interested in both of the top lines in this game. Like, I, I feel like this being a six total also feels low. So, like, I, I really like both top lines here. I think I'm going to lean towards Nashville one just because they've been a bit better at generating five-on-five. Five. They're a little less expensive, but, like, if there's a night to get, you know, Alex Ovechkin full line under 10% on a six-gamer, this probably is the spot despite it being a good goalie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And I think talking about the Nashville penalty kill is pretty important because they are one of the most penalized teams in the NHL. They're taking the fourth most penalties of any team. And if you give, you know, Ovechkin and company four or five power plays, they are really going to make you suffer. So I kind of agree with you that I don't really like the Washington top line in a nutshell here tonight. But if Nashville, you know, like you said, without Roman Yossi, and if they take four or five penalties here tonight, and, you know, we got to talk about the rest factor too. Uh, just uh, one of our subscribers, Matt Niehaus, Travis Yost over at TSN, basically anybody that's done uh, work on rest uh, and tired teams finds the same thing, that once you get past four days of rest, both teams come back and start scoring the lights out. Like defense goes away offense is the first thing that comes back and if offense is the first thing that's going to come back for the Washington Capitals when they're under owned I think that's the other thing to note here is that we have them at nine under nine percent ownership that's the thing we we have we don't have them as a top five owned stack here tonight and it's a six game slate <laughs> like there aren't a lot of spots to go here uh, like I don't know if you just wanted a one-off Ovechkin, I think that's fine too. Like, I don't think you have to play the whole line here. Like, if you have a cheap, like, let's say you're playing Buffalo 1, you you know, Buffalo 1's cheap. You have another set, you have a decent second line you want to put with them, and you have enough salary because Buffalo 1's so cheap that you can put it on one-off Ovechkin. I think that's just fine. Um, I just, I really do like uh, the Washington top line here tonight. Um, I think something you can get away with, is playing Ovechkin and Backstrom together, right? Because if Washington does a lot of damage on the power play, they play the power play together, and you save a lot of money uh, going from uh, Kuznetsov at 7,500 down to Backstrom at 5,700, right? So I think that's something else you can do there. But at the very least, I would be looking for a way to get Alex Ovechkin in my lineup. I think it just makes too much sense here tonight. 
On the Nashville side, I really do like their top line. I'm not sure I'm going to get there in one to three because I think Washington is a better defensive team than they're getting credit for. And TJ Oshie might be back tonight uh, for them as well. And that would be another big boost for them defensively. So if I was playing 20 max, I would probably have like 10% Nashville one. In my one to three here tonight, I'm definitely going to be considering them, but I don't think I'm going to get to them. I'm just going to say I do love that Washington top line in this game. On the blue line, I don't know who's going to get the top power play minutes uh, for Nashville between Matthias Ekholm and Alex Carrier. Um, They've both been getting secondary power play minutes this year. What I will say is that I'm fairly confident Ekholm's going to play 25-plus minutes tonight with Yossi out of the lineup. So I really like uh, Ekholm here on the Nashville side. Not much for me on the Washington side. I guess Matt Irwin, our old buddy Matt Irwin, uh, might be in play for Washington. What do you think? And if Matt Irwin ever got consistent 20-minute nights, man, he'd get a monster contract. That dude just shoots the puck. But, yeah, Matthias Ekholm for sure. That's really about it. Like Irwin's minutes worry me. So, you know, at home carrier, Niehaus's boy Fabro, I'm sure he'll have him in tonight. Uh, is fine for under 3k. Yeah. I think carrier <laughs> is, is a guy to mention um, just because there is a legitimate shot. He could be running the top power play unit here tonight. We just do not know as of right now, we have partnered with Yahoo fantasy, this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive Limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Just click the link below to redeem. If you need immediate access, email support at Osmo.com. We'll get you set up right away. You can also receive up to a $100 first match deposit bonus with Yahoo when you use the promo code XMAS100. That's X-M-A-S, capital letters, and the number 100 for a up to $100 first match deposit bonus with Yahoo. Thank you very much to Yahoo Sports. Be sure to click the link below uh, that we have for Yahoo uh, Fantasy uh, in the video, uh, in the description of this YouTube video below. All right, uh, let's move it along. Edmonton, 3.1 implied goal total going into St. Louis. The Blues have a three and a half implied goal total, and St. Louis is going to be welcoming back a lot of players to their lineup. David Perron is back. He's on the top line with Brandon Saad and Ryan O'Reilly. Uh, Robert Thomas is also back for St. Louis. He's going to be on the second line with Vladimir Tarasenko and Pavel Buchnevich. Jordan Cairo also back. He's on the third line with Logan Brown and Tyler Bozak. On the Edmonton side, Darnell Nurse is out. Um, and Zach Hyman is in. Looks like Hyman back on the top line with Connor McDavid and Warren Fogle. Um I feel pretty confident about exactly what I like in this game, Josh. So what do you like here? Yeah. Um, Blue's second line is my favorite line. We were talking about it before, um, you know, COVID started canceling games. How stark of a difference, like, Robert Thomas makes for Bucinevich and Tarasenko than uh, Barbashev did. Now Thomas is back. They're going to get dry side on Hopkins, Yamamoto, which is a bad defensive line. Nurses out. Edmonton top pair tonight is Duncan Keith, Cody Cece. Edmonton's top pair tonight is Duncan Keith, Cody Cece with Mike Smith in that. What? <laughs> like, I, I don't understand like how you don't have loose tonight. Like, first of all, take out take out Mike Smith, take out the blue line. 
Edmonton's bad five on five. They're bad. I should you add uh, in Robert Thomas, you add in Mike Smith, you add in no nurse, you add in that blue line. Thomas Buchnevich Tarasenko is probably my favorite play or favorite line of the night. Now, you know, their ownership is a little bit lower than I thought it would be. Like I was expecting 20, 25% plus right now. They're we're projecting them around, you know, 15, 16%. I'm okay with that, especially because there's so many options on the slate. Like, you don't have to worry about dupes. You just play your guys, and you should be fine. Like, theoretically, five on five, they should run over the second line. Like, I don't even know what defensive pair they're going to get. Like, if you want to go to that top line of Riley Perron, Saad, I think that's fine as well because, you know, McDavid's generally high event. But for me, like, I really like the Blues' second line. And then, you know, on the Oilers' side, I'm going to be a broken record. I think it's power play stack or bust. I think, you know, at their ownership, I think this is a, here's famous last words, is a spot where you could fade McDavid in one to three. Um, It's scary, but I think, put a gun to my head, I think I'd rather play Ovechkin at 9,700 than Connor McDavid at 9,800 tonight. I agree with that. So, Scary fades, like in one to three, you're always making tough decisions anyway. You're making tough fades, but in one to three, I think I'm going to rather, I'm going to fade McDavid and I'm in on, you know, you can power play stack Edmonton. I think that's fine. You want to use the top line. That's fine. But for me, my favorite line in this game is the Buchnevich Thomas Tarasenko line. Yeah. I'm with you on that line for St. Louis. Um, Their numbers have been very good together um, this year. I wrote them up. uh, Well, I didn't write them up. I wrote up, um, Vladimir Tarasenko for my power plays article. It's free up on Osmo.com if you want to go read what I have there. With Thomas Buchnevich Tarasenko on the ice, they're controlling 58% of the shots and 61% of the scoring chances. And they're not going to see much of the Connor McDavid line. And you were alluding to how bad they are five on five. I think I think the McDavid line with, with Fogel and Hyman can be good at five on five. I don't think there's another line Edmonton has that can be good at five on five. Um, with the Edmonton top line off the ice, the Oilers are only controlling 44% of the scoring chances. So you're getting a 60% scoring chance line going up against 45, 46% chance line. That's why we like St. Louis too, so much here tonight. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm out on St. Louis 1. I'm sorry, man. I posted in our Discord uh, Ryan O'Reilly's offensive impact so far this year. He's just been awful, like awful offensively defensively still pretty good, but he's doing nothing offensively. And he's talked to, in the public, in the media, about how he thought COVID really sapped him of his offensive 
like his hands with about his coordination. Um, like this is something he said in the media. We're not making this up. So if a player is willing to talk about that, about how much it's affecting him in the media, I don't know, man, I'm pretty out on St. Louis one. I think Edmonton one makes sense here. I, I think, you know, McDavid and Hyman as a two man or something like that going up against, you know, David Perron returning Ryan O'Reilly, not anywhere as good as he's been over the last five years. I think Edmonton, you know, you can get McDavid and Hyman. They're, they're stacked. They stack together on the power play. I think that's just fine. So Edmonton top line, St. Louis second line are in play for me in this game uh, on the blue line. Like I have no idea how these minutes are really going to shake out for Edmonton. I find it hard to believe that with Darnell nurse and Chris Russell out of the lineup that Evan Bouchard is only going to play like 17 minutes, but I don't like that. Like their coaching staff might actually do that. So I think, you know, Keith and CeCe at bit near bare min prices makes sense for the amount of ice time they're going to get. On the St. Louis side, I noticed Colton Pareko's ice time is starting to come down. You know, it had been fine when Falk returned, but now it's starting to level off. So uh, I don't know, maybe Mikola from St. Louis, but that's about it. Yeah, Mikola's not bad for 2700 That's probably where I would stop on the blue side, like if you have the space for Pareko, I think that's fine. Or want to correlate Krug, I guess, but like none of those guys really like jumping off the page, like, Oh, I need to get them in Keith CC makes sense. Like for the minutes and the price, like you don't feel great about putting either of them in there, but like if Duncan Keith is going to get 26 minutes at 2,600, like sure. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, um, I fall into a couple pucks. I, I see a super chat. Uh, for Matt Niehaus, I mentioned him earlier. He says, do you recommend the Blues tonight? Can't confirm the deal is not real tonight also. Yes, I don't think yeah. the deal is going to be real tonight. But we are on St. Louis 2. This is a St. Louis 2 podcast. Vladimir Tarasenko. The guy the guy just paid $4.99 to troll us. That is just, what a guy. <laughs> I mean, you got to respect it. I respect that a lot, yeah. actually. Yeah. All right, let's get to this next game. Philly, 2.8 implied goal total. They're going into Seattle. Uh, the Seattle Kraken have a 3.2 implied goal total. Uh, no Sean Couturier for the Flyers. Kevin Hayes is taking a spot on the top line with Travis Konechny. Uh, Philly second line with Giroux, Atkinson, and Lindblom, as they typically have been. Uh, on the Seattle side, Brandon Tanev, torn ACL. He's out for the year. So Colin Blackwell back on the second line with Yanni Gord. Now, I just talked about uh, Ryan O'Reilly and his COVID issues. Colin Blackwell, yeah, Colin Blackwell just had an article. I uh, just had an interview where he talked about you know t- difficulty breathing and took him a long time to really get back to normal. It's his first game since returning. How good can that line possibly be here tonight? So um, it's a six total. I think there's something to like on both sides. What do you like? Yeah, I'm out on the Gord Blackwell Yonkrock line uh, until you know I want to see if they look okay, because there's other lines I like better on the Seattle and side. I right. should say, like, I think Gordon Blackwell could be a pretty good uh, combo together. It's just, yeah. you know, I'm not going to put all my eggs in the call of Blackwell basket in his first game back. Yeah. Rangers legend, Colin Blackwell. But um, I really like the Schwartz McCann Everway line. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be alone in that sentiment. Uh, they're going to get, you know, probably Drew Atkinson Lindblom or Hayes Fireby Konechny, like, Neither of those lines, like, scare me defensively. So, you know, fully correlated. Like, we've talked about it. Like, Seattle's just been bad 
but like this line being correlated, they've played together. Like the thing with Seattle is they were just jumbling lines, jumbling lines, looking for something, looking for something. I think they found something with Shorts, McCann, Everlay. This is a good matchup. Their price is in check. Their ownership's a little high, but you know, we've talked about so many options tonight. Like you can get different with them. I think it's fine. I, I really like them tonight. I also honestly like don't mind Marcus Johansson, Wenberg, Donskoy. Um, just because they're gonna get the you know depth of the flyers, and that's just it's just not good. Party Marty, our personal favorite. It's a net. He's actually been pretty decent this year, but I still think Carter Hart has had a better year. Uh, with no Couturier, there's no not really defensive center that scares me at all. Like Hayes generally is a uh, pretty decent center, but he's had a pretty bad defensive year. He's had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So who can blame him? Uh, Claude Drew, not a defensive center at this point in his career. So like, I really do like the Seattle side. But again, on the on the Flyer side, like the Seattle defensive lines just have not been great either. So like, I think there's stuff, especially in MME, like the top six of the Flyers definitely interests me in MME. Like, I don't know if I'd full stack them or, or like get to them in one to three, but taking pieces of the top power play here, like Faraby, Connect Me, Two Man, or like an Atkinson, Lindblom, two man interests me from the respective power play units. I think, you know, Grubauer has had his documented issues this year. So I think there's definitely some stuff for the Flyers and MME tonight. Yeah, um, it's Claude Giroux that I, I really want to talk about first because that line has actually been good for the Philadelphia Flyers. The Giroux, Lindblom, Atkinson line. Um he should probably play about 18 to 19 minutes tonight. But what I really want to talk about is that over the last month with the Jared McCann, you just, you talked about how bad Seattle's defensive numbers were in the depth lines over the last month with their top line on the ice, off the ice, sorry, Seattle's only controlling 41% of the shot attempts and 41% of the scoring chances. Like I think that Giroux Atkinson duo can definitely do some damage here tonight against uh, that's, against their Seattle matchups because they're not going to see that top line from Seattle. And I don't think the rest of the lines are going to be very good. So uh, Lindblom, Giroux, Atkinson, definitely in play for me here, Um, especially where, you know, they're priced down very reasonably. So you can still get to a more expensive stack um, like a St. Louis two, or even, you know, a broken Washington power play or something like that. So do like Philly two. It's about Seattle one for me, though, in this game. Wrote them up in the Power Plays article. They're going to get the third and fourth lines from the Flyers. There's just nothing down there anymore. Um, really really uh, do like that Seattle top line here tonight uh, by our top two stacks. Uh, we have them coming in over-owned, but still around 13 14% to be a top two stack. So don't mind them here tonight. Uh, on the blue line, um, our, old bo- our old buddy Hayden Flurry running the second Power Play unit. For the Seattle Kraken, don't mind him. I think that's about it in this game, though, for me. Yeah, Hayden Fleury has been pretty bad this year, but 2,500 with some power play time, sure. Uh, that's really about it. If you want to punt Sandheim, Ristolain, and Braun, pick your guy, play him. Not super thrilled about it, but how many times are you super thrilled about playing a 3K defensive? Yeah, exactly. Um, not very often, in fact. Uh we have something at Osmo called oddshopper.com. And what oddshopper.com enables people to do is to shop for the best betting line that they can find. And it actually would come in handy. We were just talking in our Discord earlier today 
uh, about different lines. I think it was for the Florida Panthers. And, you know, one line was at minus, minus 160, one was at minus 169, was at, one was at minus 170. If you can find the best lines and get the best price, you can make the most money you can. Odd Shopper helps you find those lines. And the best part is that it's completely free. So head on over to oddshopper.com. Uh, if you're a better, I, I believe they just added NHL betting as well. So now it's NFL, NBA, and NHL betting. Uh, where you can shop for your line. So head on over to oddshopper.com and shop for the best price you can find. Uh, We only have uh, a few minutes left before we get out of here. If you guys could throw us a like and subscribe, uh, really helps us uh, look good for the higher ups. Click that notification button so you get alerts when we do go live. All right, this last game, Vancouver, 2.6 implied gold total going into Anaheim. The Ducks have a 2.9 implied gold total. Uh, the big news, obviously, is Trevor Zegers on in the COVID protocol list for Anaheim. Uh, it looks like Isaac Lundestrom is going to take his spot on the second line. I'll let you talk about Lundestrom. Uh, I think it's definitely a little bit of a downgrade offensively from Trevor Zegers. What do you like in this game? Yeah, like the problem with the Ducks is when they're healthy, they're pretty good. But like when you have to start moving pieces around the Ducks lineup, that's when it gets a little bit dicey for them. Like Nick Delorier on the top line, like. What? Tough scene, man. Yeah, tough scene. Uh, Isaac Lundstrom, I like him as an offense player. He's a big downgrade from Zegers, though. And, like, defensively, he's not very good. There's not really a matchup on the Ducks that really scare me now. Because, like, when Zegers was on that line with Milano and Raquel, they've, they had ridiculous numbers. But now that's just going to fall off the table with Lundstrom there. I like I like the Vancouver side here. Um, I think – Depending on matchups, I think I want to attack. I mean, I want to attack all the lines. But, like, Getzlaff, Delorier, Terry doesn't strike me as a very good defensive line either. They're probably going to get Pedersen Garland, I think. Like, I, I'm not 100% sure how they're going to match up with Zegers out. Uh, and they're coming in about half the ownership of uh, Miller, Pearson, Besser is probably going to see the Lundstrom line, I think. So... Like, on paper, like, yeah, the Miller-Besser-Pearson line probably has the best matchup. But Getzlaff, Terry, Delorier, like, it just doesn't do anything for me. Like, Delorier drags down lines. Like, that's just what he does. Like, that's his role in the NHL, just, like, drag people underwater. So, I, I do like uh, Pod Coles and Patterson Garland. They're, they're cheap. You know, they're around the same price as Buffalo 1, coming in around 6%. If you want to go to Miller-Pearson, uh, Pearson Besser, I think that's fine, but like 16% for a Vancouver line in this economy kind of worries me. So I, I think I'm going to stick to the lower owned guys of a Patterson Garland or even like a Horvat Hoglander. Um, on the Ducks side, like, I don't know. It, it's just tough with the, the way the lines are constituted. Maybe I'll have like a one-off. No, their the prices are so expensive. You know what I mean? Like just looking through the prices, it's just too much. So, like, I'm probably not going to even have Ducks tonight despite their total at home. Yeah, um, I really don't like Anaheim here. I think I – with Zegers out, they're a one-line team, and that one line now has Nick Delorier on it. Uh, like, I just – it's one of those things, like, I just don't see it. Um, yeah, maybe they score – Vancouver hasn't been great. Maybe Anaheim scores their goals. If somebody gets in on if, – if Anaheim pulls in Arizona tonight – I'm just going to, the old tip of the cap, go to bed, wake up tomorrow refreshed. Uh, for me, this is about the Miller, 
the Miller and Besser line. I did write up Elias Pettersson, and it's because he's so much cheaper on DraftKings than FanDuel. It's like $2,500 cheaper. It's not even close. But it, I just think that that uh, Vancouver top line, 57% of the shot attempts, 56% of the scoring chances. They're not going to see the Terry line, and as long as they don't see that line, they're going to get a matchup they can roll. So they are going to be over-owned, but I do like that Vancouver top line. They're priced as a filler basically tonight, so you can stack them with almost anybody else you want. All right. We do have to get out of here because there are some NBA shows coming up. The No House Advantage NBA show is coming up at 4 Eastern with Aton and Terry. They're followed by the Yahoo NBA Wednesday Night Live show with Kaufman and Greg, and then your NBA double dose of the deeper dive and live before lock starts at 5 o'clock Eastern. Josh, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies for tonight. My hat trick pick is Pavel Buchnevich. And my goalies are Igor Shesterkin and John Gibson. Who you got? That was the guy I was going to say for my hat trick pick. I like both goalies in the Canucks Ducks game. I like Igor. I like UC Saros. I am going to go with. Who am I going to go with? Let's see here. I'm going to go Jordan Eberle. I like it. I, I wrote up Jordan Eberle in my Power Plays article. So we got some synergy here. Go check out my Power Plays article. It's up on awesome. Synergy. Like a boss. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, we got to get out of here. Like I said, we got some NBA shows coming up in about an hour. Uh, for producer Tyler, for Josh Harris, I'm Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody. And thank God we're back. Yes. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.